Good afternoon, everyone. We are back at you with another live edition of our Talking with Friends podcast. I am Sports Formation Director Levi Converse, and I will be joined momentarily, as always, by my assistant, SID Morgan Raspberry. And we are excited to be here with you. It's a little bit warmer today than what it was certainly last weekend. It was historically cold temperatures last year, last week. And we've kind of seen a gradual warming trend. And it's going to be above freezing today for the first time in, over gosh, a at least <laughs> at, probably over a week. Morgan's not here with me, as I promised. Sorry. Um, she, she's here with me now. And, yeah, it's been at least a week since we've had uh, above Actually, freezing temperatures, right? Yeah, Seems like it's been longer. However, the sun has been shining, though, so you can definitely see, like, a lot of the snow melted by now. But... It's at least getting above freezing right now. It's not th- or 32 right now, so it's like right at yep. freezing in in 32. I got 32. At uh, 32 is freezing. Okay, so. so it's like right at freezing. So we can still stay However, freezing. However, <laughs> we're supposed to get up to like 34 today. So yeah. Let's so go. two more degrees, we can do it, right? Yes. <laughs> we can wait two more degrees. Okay? Yeah. Yeah. And then next week it's supposed to be like high of like 56, if not 60. Yeah. It's like yeah. Wow. And we haven't got into our um, campus happenings yet, um, but Tuesday we're gonna have home baseball. It's supposed to be yes. high of 60 when we're gonna be out I there. I am so happy. Yeah. That's it might be, be crazy. shorts weather. It might be. <laughs> It might be. That's going to be crazy. But, uh, yeah, we have been in the freezer for the last uh, over a week now. We've had... um, It's been like almost a week and a half Yeah, about a week and a half. Because we had it. It was even that way last Saturday, remember? Yeah. When we had um, basketball and stuff. It was still really Or it started last Saturday. It officially started last Saturday was when it was really bad. But it was already, like, below freezing before then. It's just on Saturday that's when we finally got snow and yep. everything i want to so it hasn't been a week and a half it's been a little Seems like it, has been it feels like it's been a longer time than that but it's only been like a week and maybe like a day or two you know cause yeah yeah i think i think it started to really get cold like wednesday and thursday and then friday and saturday hit and we were like oh not going back now there's yep. no turning back here no, there's no going back um, no going back but yeah, it's uh, I from your perspective, I would say that you know this is pretty tough on on someone like you from Texas that's not used to this. But, oh my story! But I, and I would almost feel a little bit guilty. But Texas is having just as bad of a time with this as we have, if that's not worse. True. If not worse. I th- I think they so. actually have it a little bit worse than us. The main reason why is because I mean I know so many people that have had like power outages back home. Yeah, yeah. I know. And my dad's in Midland, Texas, which is where it's so. So the the eastern, no, western side of te- of Texas gets extremely bad during like the winters and stuff like that. Like I mean, it it's like a dry cold, and it's like a desert. So and most people think, oh, the desert, it's hot there. Well, it does get hot there, but at the same time, it gets freezing there too. Yeah. yeah. So right now he's been dealing with like all of our tank, all of the tanks are frozen. Like, all of the tanks of the camper for the water are completely frozen. He's going in and out of power. He, it's just, It just really kind of sucks for him right now. But he has both of our dogs with him because my mom was supposed to be going to Alabama this weekend to watch my little brother play. Um, 
I think she's still doing that, but I don't really don't, I don't remember. But anyway, so she's good. But my dad is kind of suffering. And I know so many other people back home who are dealing with the same thing with frozen pipes and just not being able to shower or just have clean water all the time unless you have water bottles because they can't go to the store either, you know. Yeah. Because either yep. the stores are shut down or they just, they just can't drive to get to the store. Yeah. And yep. um, it's, it's crazy. This is definitely been a crazy time i think this is probably the worst it's ever been in texas probably and especially in like southern texas because like we don't really get snow we'll get ice storms every once in a while but we don't get snow we we never get snow it's very rare so it's kind of like crazy for all of them and i see so many people not knowing what to do or not knowing how to act i they're just literally like in the streets on four wheelers or dirt bikes or whatever just pulling people behind them and it's just so funny they're having a blast down there i'm glad they're having a really good time hopefully everything will start warming back up i think it's supposed to start warming back up just like how we are yeah it's very soon and everybody can kind of get back to a little bit of normal but we all did have a winter wonderland to play in and it was kind of fun it was. I mean, we got a couple of days off that we normally we wouldn't have. And, but, yeah, like, like I said, I know you being from Texas, I know me, I would say, you know what, I bet you're glad we, she's back in Texas this week. But they got it just as bad as we do or worse, so I don't feel too bad for you, really. You however, might even be a little better here. However, because of over spring break, I'm going to Florida. I was very tempted to just book a flight now and go to Florida because it's so warm there. My sister, because my, my sister lives there, so I would go and see her, and she calls me, and I'm, I'm talking to her about the weather, and she's just sitting there like, it's like 75 here. I was like, are you kidding me? No. Uh, it, it's negative two. Oh, wait. Scratch that. We got up to zero. <laughs> Yeah. We're slowly getting warmer. Yeah. But, <laughs> <laughs> but it was just so funny because I'm like, man, curse you. So I almost like debated hardcore going to Florida. Well, you made the right decision not to. Not. I know. I made the right decision. I'm going to wait to go to Florida. Yeah. But, um,. You may or may not have had a pink slip on your door when you come in here. I know, but, right? Well, I'm just—I mean, I'm, I'm halfway kidding, but halfway if I have to stick, if I have to stick it out, you're going to stick it out too. Pretty but, much, yeah. So that, that's the deal. Getting kind of harsh in here now, dang! <laughs> shots are being fired. Well, just 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 nerf. <laughs> Nerf, nerf shots, just nerf playful, shots. playful just nerf shots. shots. So, yeah, that, that, not too bad. Just, a, yeah. just a little wake up call, a little it's bit. It's like just we're gonna a, have like an epic nerf gun. A warning. Before. It's kind of a warning target. Oh my gosh. Yeah, just a, just a warning shot. Say, hey, okay. Yeah. Oh man, but thank goodness, God and Mother Nature are officially letting us have warmer weather again. And I mean, it's not ideal warm weather. Don't get me wrong. But no, but it's. it's more ideal than what we have now yeah yeah <laughs> oh man lots and lots of stuff has actually still been happening though here at friends yeah we still had stuff going we on we still somehow. had a lot of stuff going yeah. on though we had basketball wednesday night we against Kansas wesleyan two tough losses it was emotional though um mm-hmm. head coach del favor's final home game um not gonna lie, he only, like he, I started to tear up when he got really emotional. Not gonna lie. Yeah. I mean, I haven't known 
Coach Fabe for, um, I've only known him for all four years that I've been here. However, it was still an emotional time for so many people just because he just has that kind of an impact on so many student athletes here. It doesn't matter if he 100% knows you or you 100% know him. Like, he just has that emotional yeah. connection with yeah. everybody. He does. You know, and so, yeah, it was, but it was a great speech that he gave i know mm -hmm. he didn't probably want to talk after no after he even said he even said it was, a tough, that, even said yeah. it was tough tough to do it but and another thing that came out of that too is that we had a Devonte pack had a major highlight in this game and i got it playing right here and i know we blasted all over our social media <laughs> he broke two people's ankles he did and, and watch this here and, and we got all social media. if you've not seen it yet go on our twitter page to see this he actually grabs his ankle after mm -hmm. After he's on the ground, watch this. And again, if you haven't seen this yet, uh, go on and watch it. Look at this. Yeah, I think he tried to say that like he hurt himself or well, something. Yeah. Like something happened. Yeah. Like tried to play it off. Like yeah. But I was like, there's a ref standing straight there behind you. You already know, yeah. dude. You're not getting anything. I was just glad that he ended up making the three as well because that just yeah. made it even awesomer. Well, Devontae Pack was a guest on our Talking with Friends podcast a few weeks ago, and he. We talked about his friendship with John Morant, uh, the NBA's reigning rookie of the year with the Memphis Grizzlies, and John Morant was in action earlier that night. Mm -hmm. And then he come and he after the game he come back and he he quote tweeted our um, social media bragging on Devonte and, um, and 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 large part because of that a lot of more people have seen this clip than maybe what would have. Yeah. Um, right now there's there's over two hundred eighty four thousand impressions wow. on the clip that we shared and over thirty three thousand media views wow so uh, this really went viral on here i mean <laughs> it really did yeah and uh, yeah it, a lot of eyeballs on this thing and it's even funnier because now that you're looking at it it was almost like javante like went back and just kind of stared at him like probably why are you on the ground and like, yeah yeah you know it was just really funny i'll tell you what if you go and, back uh, and watch too john morant last year and I want to say it was against the Detroit Pistons, but I don't remember the team it was against, but I think it was the Pistons. Um, he had a crossover similar to this. Yeah. And, in fact, he crossed the defender over so badly that the defender was on the ground and then just kind of crawled away. Nice. And and Lou Williams, the defender, I actually think it was the Clippers since I say Lou Williams. It must have been the Clippers because Lou Williams plays the Clippers. Um, Lou Williams, he had, play, he, he had him beat so badly that when you watch the highlight, Lou Williams is just a few feet away into the basket, and he gives him a nod like, like, wow. He went right before he shot, like, okay. <laughs> that, okay. that was crazy. So they know a little bit about crossing. I mean, John Morant knows a little thing about crossing people out. Yeah. It yeah. was really, it was a really funny time. Oh, my gosh. All of us just went wild after that. That was hilarious. And, you know, I, when we seen it live, we talked about it, and I, yeah. I told my GA, Scott Cox, to clip it. Um, the clip the highlight, which he did, he was already doing it. But I mean, when I seen it, when we seen it live, I thought it was definitely worth sharing. Oh yeah. But I didn't realize it was this nasty of a crossover until I yeah. went back and watched it. I it was better than what I thought it was. Oh yeah. I mean, it was better. I mean, I thought it was great live, but it was when I went back and watched it. It was far better than what I thought it was. Well, and then he basically kind of did it again later on in the game too, because. I mean, however, I think the guy, whenever he, like, sprained his ankle or whatever the heck he did, I don't know, he, like, straight-up tackled Devontae for no yeah, reason. Yeah. And just, like, just, it was already horrible in general. But, like, I think mm -hmm. he was on his way to being, like, 
Javante was like about to break his ankles too, and then actually ended up literally probably breaking his ankle. Yeah, and yeah. Um, which was not Devontae's fault by any means. Yeah, that was one hundred percent the other guy's fault. But it was still really kind of cool to see and really kind of funny, just because. Oh, we're like, man, now he did two. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He, he done got two people, bro. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that was crazy. It so, was even crazy. though it was a very tough loss, because it was actually a really close game throughout the whole entire time. It was. I, it was just We had a chance to tie neck. it twice. Yeah. Um, and, and, and I think we got ahead down at three one point, twice too. Was ahead. I'll tell you what, it was funny, because they went on it. They scored. They was up 18-2 to to, to start the game. Mm-hmm. And... Um, they were up eighteen to two, and we come back and outscored. We outscored. We outscored Kansas Wesleyan to end the first half fourteen to two. We wound up taking a one point lead. That was our first lead of the night. Yep. They score first in the second half to take the lead. We score back to go up by one again. Then they go on another run, and we don't. And they lead the rest of the way. So yeah. But it was nip and tuck. We led two times the whole game, mm-hmm. each by one. One at halftime. And then one around the second half again, yeah. and that was it. And and they never like ran. But on no, anybody. it was a three point game twice. The it final like, final forty four seconds. Something. It was just an it was an overall amazing game. I think probably better than when they played them actually at Kansas Wesleyan. Yeah, yeah. And K Dub's not an easy team. Like, and we know that go. They knew that going into this. Right, right. And I mean, but they came out. Like on fire, I think. I think yep. that the guys did yep. absolutely amazing. I think that we were kind of rocky at the start, so I take that back. They didn't come out right away on fire, but they ended up after a few mishaps. Not gonna lie, because we had, we had a, we kind of rushed it a little bit at the beginning. I believe. I think they kind of rushed it on accident, and then once they finally kind of slowed it down a yeah. little bit, because I yeah. remember Coach Fabe yelling to slow it down, and even Coach White as well, hey, slow it down, slow it down, and yeah. that's when you can start to see the guys kind of come back and figure out mm-hmm. what they need to do and get back on a better pace to where, and they instantly caught right back up to K-Dub and made it, ended up being a really, really, really close game throughout yeah. the whole entire yeah. match. Yeah, it was a three-point game twice the final 44 seconds. And just couldn't get on the hop. Couldn't get on the hop. So right now, as we promised, we're going to be joining by Alan Everwine, a special guest. Our special guest, yep. Alan. Yep. <laughs> and, and if you watched our podcast on Super Bowl Sunday, you you know um, we had Alan and Keaton on, and that was that was fun. And when we got to that point, uh, they were our last guests. And we got to that point, it was almost like, you know, just the way it started out, it was like, this, okay, this is the comedy segment. This is the fun part of the show. And, and, yeah. and it was. It was. Yeah. So, Alan, how you doing? I'm doing pretty good. How about you guys? Good. We're doing good. How's everything going so far? I mean, we're in a cold freeze. So, we, we were going to talk, you know, the whole year we've kind of off and on we've talked about, you know, all the pandemic and everything mm-hmm. that just we're making now. We got a historic freeze that we've had the last week and a half. So we've had a lot of history made yes, here. Yes, we have. So, I mean, it's not always the good kind either, but we've been in a historic moment now. Very true. Very true. Year. It's, it's been unprecedented stuff. So how's things going on your end right now over at Intramules and all that other stuff on campus? You know, it's going real well. I mean, we're kind of in our role right now. We've got 5v5 basketball that's going pretty great on Thursday nights. Um 
Last night we got to see a dunk contest break out. Um, I don't know exactly how many dunks were actually made, but we got to see a dunk contest. A lot of contest. attempts, though. A lot, a lot of attempts, attempts yes. Um, it got the crowd that was on the balcony into the end of the night, so it kind of made the night a little, little, uh, little funner on that aspect. Um, we've only had one night of volleyball on Monday night because ultimately we didn't have school this last Monday, so we're hoping to get that rolling again. And then bowling, I think the teams that we have there, they're they're enjoying it. I think some of them were happy we didn't bowl Tuesday, and others were like, "Man, I was getting in a rhythm." But you know, sometimes you just gotta you gotta save the best best. Uh, throws for when it gets close to the end of the season but but no rolling we had super smash bros on friday night to a great turnout um that's a game that i enjoy watching i've attempted to play once and i can mark it off my bucket list that way there you go (laughs) there you go there you go go. (laughs) well you do a lot of stuff on campus and in addition to the intramurals you do a lot of stuff within athletics and um so you have a lot of roles let me see if i if i got them all down if i'm missing one uh, let me know. But I know you do PA for soccer and softball, mm-hmm. and you've done it baseball a few mm-hmm. times. Yeah. I know that for sure. Um, you, you do the book for basketball. Yeah. You've also ran the clock from time to time. Mm-hmm. Um, to start with, is there any 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 role that you haven't done with athletics yet? I mean, is there is there anything that you've yet to do? Because if there is, I need to try to make it happen. As I, as I have, I've always joked with uh, Jill Finsky, the cheer coach, I go, other than them practicing in our building, I said, I haven't had a chance to help with any of their competitions yet. But uh, she goes, well, that's because you're usually out of town when they when we host them. And I'm like, well, that might be the truth. but Or it's just worked out that way. I don't know if it's really ac- accurate to say I've been missing them or trying to miss them. But I, w- I haven't had a chance to help with that. I mean, I've helped with home track meets before in the past. Uh, I've run, a, run the jumping events before, which is always interesting, unique to see coaches from different schools and how they interact with you and and are you doing it just right for one school but not the other how do they feel and but no I've enjoyed that and then like you said soccer and PA announced for both men and women's soccer um, football I'm I'm up in the press box running either this the scoreboard the play clock the game clock um, filling in for Scotty P when he's not there which those are big shoes to fill at, at the football games um, that is true. Those are shoes. Those are, and he'll tell you how to fit the shoes. He, he will tell you how to fit the shoes. <laughs> I, I keep, I keep telling him that one of these days his national anthem is not going to work. He's going to have to sing it for us. But uh, he, uh, he keeps getting lucky that it works. But I, he keeps telling me his vocal cords are ready to go. But. That would and be interesting. I kind of want that to happen now. We, should, would, we should just make well, that happen. And I've day. already told Morgan she's on alert, too. Um, mm. it, it, you know, in case the music just doesn't play. Like, sometimes the technology, mm-hmm. you know, music mm-hmm. doesn't play. Just, we're just going to stick a microphone in her face and she's going to sing. I don't know if you want me to, though. So That's she's ready to go. Like a dying cat, in so. fact, uh, we talked about that a few weeks ago. We I feel like do Morgan that. probably has a pretty good vocabulary of songs and different yep. genres. And I think she could do it. Disney probably, songs. Okay, Disney <laughs> songs could come out. Disney songs. You know, Morgan <laughs> probably would fit in great right now with the Casado team because Disney Plus is like our favorite thing over in Casado. I mean, I, mean, I would love to get into the Casado crew. <laughs> I mean, I, I feel I'm like always down. I feel like Aladdin's played so many times this week already, and lately the big the big time rush crowd has been watching. And yeah, nice. and if you don't know any of these, don't don't ask me. I couldn't tell you what they're about, but or some of them. But but yeah, it just it's just kind of interesting. 
as I always joke, I'm like, usually I can tell who's working by now with what's playing. And sometimes they throw a curveball my way, and I'm like, well, you're not supposed to do that. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. But no. And then um, I've announced PA, you're right, softball, yeah. baseball. Yeah. Um, helped with basketball. I'm looking forward to helping with wrestling when it gets started in some oh, yeah. form or another. Yeah. Um, we'll have a role for you some, somehow with exactly, it. <laughs> exactly. They'll be, they'll be starting to practice over in, our, over in Casado, and so that'll be kind of neat. And, but, no, I, I'm trying to think. I mean, golf, I haven't helped with golf. I mean, I'm, I'm waiting for for Coach Hal to, to invite me out there to golf around with the team and, and provide them what not to do. I mean, to golf around with the team, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> to golf around with the team. <laughs> I mean, I mean, if, if, they, if they need a good putter, that's not me. If they need a good <laughs> short game player, that's not me. But the driver is, is, is spot on. It's after I hit the drive that after that, you never, you never know where you're going to go on the golf course. Yeah. It's I mean, like a Happy Gilmore type thing. It is. It's amazing that you bring that up because they uh, there were some memes the other day bringing the 25-year anniversary of that out and about. That's my favorite golf movie. That is a good movie. I know it's, it's kind of yeah. dumb, but it's my favorite golf movie like, of movie. all time. It is it's funny. awesome. It's funny. So you, you can tell us, Alan, because, you know, obviously you're, you're pretty valuable here, so it, nothing's in jeopardy, but which, which role is your favorite with athletics? Which one do you like? And is there one that you do that you just don't really, you kind of dread that you have to do? You know, I feel like any way, any way I answer this, somebody's going to call me out and go, yeah, really? That's, That's what we do win. here. That's what we do here. Um, <laughs> I wouldn't say there's a role I don't like. I mean, as, as I've always tried to go off the mindset that, you know what, if you can attempt it once, you might be good at it, you might be okay at it, or you might learn that it's a challenge for you that you need to work on, but but giving it the old college tries, I always like to tell my students in class or my workers when they're trying to decide, well, can I avoid officiating tonight, or can I can I avoid doing book? No, everybody's got to give it a try, but, but I, no, I enjoy them all. I mean, for their own, their own quirks, I enjoy them all. I mean, announcing soccer games, it, it's nice to announce a game that you, you, you watch on TV, and it's pretty nice to hear those those announcers when they're goal and all that, and all the quirks that they have. But I would say I would say it's it's interesting trying to perfect the names oh, yeah. when you're announcing yeah. those. And I, I know Scott and I always have a little fun when we're looking at names that might be questionable. Of well, how would you announce that? And I said I'd do it this way. And he goes, Well, I'm going to do it this way. And and uh, sometimes him and I always joke that we've got this this uh, cup of water that we don't want to spill and usually one of us does it every night whether it's me reading off the wrong number or, or him announcing the wrong name or or giving a three-pointer to, to the wrong person or which we, we try not to do very often but it's just kind of kind of our little funny game of hey we don't want that to happen or we want to do that but so we can blame all of scotty p's miss sayings on you then i i would Man. not i'm not going to confirm nor deny that he would, <laughs> he would probably say oh of course alan yes. yeah but yeah. but no it, it we have a little fun down there we uh we were having having some pretty good fun working the home games on wednesday night which we wish would have would have been a little would a result would have been better but yeah that was an emotional night, though. Wasn't that it? was. That was. It was. You know, I. I mean, I've been here twelve and a half years, and and I I haven't seen anybody on that sideline other than Faber, and so that's going to be different going yeah. forward. I, yeah. The the foot stomps every once in a while, or the, yeah. 
or the what was that what are you doing or, or even yelling at the table everyone that's a two not a three or or this and that which you know what you, you just you laugh and go yeah i missed it i'll get it fixed or or i got it right we'll get it fixed over here and but no that would be different but no it, it's it's funny because the highlight of that night was seeing Faber's reaction to when uh, Devontae lost his defender. Some people might have different wording for it, but uh, where he fell down and he knocked down the three, and it was kind of it was kind of neat to see the reaction. And, oh, and of yeah. course, the crowd. It was nice to have crowd back because uh-huh. sporting events they're 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 pretty cool with without crowd, but they're a whole lot better with crowd. And yep. so yeah. it was kind of nice. And and I, I told Scotty, I go, you know, working working all these events. You, you don't know how much you enjoy not having the visiting crowd there until you actually have them, and you're yeah. you're having to listen to their perspective, and because they they're going to make it known, they're going to be very vocal and loud, and mm-hmm. but no, I mean, I kind of tied that back, or want to tie that back into, like I said, I enjoy everything that I get the chance to experience at friends and, and get to help with, and and I, as I tell tell Rob and and Scott downstairs, hey. The moment I need to ro- rotate or do something different, let me know. And they haven't found something different yet. So I guess <laughs> we're doing all right. Absolutely. Well, you mentioned the Vontae Pax 3. We call it breaking ankles. It's what, it's that, what okay, Jordan Manning called it. That's what yeah. I call it. Morgan called it. We both called it that. Almost called that. And we have the highlight up here that we clipped. <laughs> now, when he did it live, me and Morgan was doing stats. Uh-huh. When he did it live, um, I knew it was a great um, a great play. So yeah. I, I um, look back at my G.A. Scott Cox, who's helping social mm-hmm. media. Well, I do stats. Mm-hmm. And I told him, I said, clip this highlight. Yes. And um, he said, oh, I've already done it. I said, yeah. okay, good. Yeah. Well, when I, I didn't realize how nasty it was, so I went back and watched it. <laughs> exactly. And I knew it was good enough to clip when I seen it live, but I didn't know. I got it pulled up right here. Look at this. Not does he cross him over. He's grabbing his ankle. As exactly. He's down the exactly. As as somebody would have said last night, because we we had a move like that happen at Intramural Basketball last night. It wasn't that, wasn't anything near that. But uh, they asked the uh, player that fell, said, "Hey, your 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 socks or your shorts are down back there. You might want to go pick them up, or yep. or or jog strap <laughs> or something of that nature, right?" So it's it's always interesting to to hear the take that the the students and the crowd have on plays like that. Yeah. Well, I told everybody, I said, if you've not seen this highlight, you got to go to our Twitter page and, and, and watch it because it really is, it's huge. And, and even back, you know, we had Devontae Pack on with us a few weeks ago as a as uh-huh. guest. And he talked about, as you know, his friendship with John Morant, who's been yeah. at several games yeah. this year. Yes. yes. And um, he had a game that night as well. And he quote tweeted this and, and talked yes. about how, you know, how great a play it was. Well, that brought a little bit more eyeballs to this play than what, yeah. it's actually gone viral yeah. now yes. than what normally we, you know, we would have gotten. Yeah. Now, this has gotten over 284,000 Twitter impressions wow. and over 33,000 media views. <laughs> and so this has gone viral. This has gone viral. Yeah. I even tagged ESPN. I put. I tried to get on SportsCenter's Top 10. Because uh-huh. um, I think this is worth, I mean, this is worthy to, to be on there. Oh, I it mean, is. is. I did not realize how good this was. So I went back and watched it. Oh, <laughs> I, I do remember Keaton Snyder and I, he was doing table, and he kind of went ooh and ah when it happened. I said, you know, it was it was great when the move happened, but it was so much sweeter when the shot went down too. It's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I mean, yes. it, it, it's just like because it was kind of funny how, like I said, you looked around, the crowd is like, oh man, 
Yeah. He has reactions from everybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know, it, and that's a that's a key thing. If he doesn't make the shot, we're not. It's not a highlight. Oh no, you're I'm exactly not gonna, right. I'm not gonna. I'm no, not gonna. I'm not gonna. Exactly not, right. We're not talking about. It. And the crazy thing is, we. It was a tough loss, and you know, I would love for us to win the game. Exactly. But. This is what everybody's talking about. You're win exactly or lose. right. They, no they one knows who won you're the right. game. They don't, they don't know who won the game. If we like, post oh the final God, score, you know, yeah, we're, we're, exactly. you know we, we handle that. But this right here is, is to play the night, win or lose. Oh, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, yeah, yeah. So, all right, on to the serious stuff um, with you. I mean, not that this hadn't been serious. and, and yes, but we always have serious <laughs> questions for Alan. Very serious stuff. Me and Alan, we're always – it's super serious with us. But, exactly. Um, uh, yeah. Especially when it's raining and it's – yeah, thirty-one degrees, maybe thirty-two. We, We're going to play baseball. Wasn't baseball. Yeah. yeah, yeah, under a tent. In fact, yeah. I didn't even broadcast that game because if you remember, <laughs> I said, you know what, I, I don't want everyone to be hearing our serious I know. conversations. I don't, I don't think the three of us could have been quiet long enough. I don't to, think we uh, could have. To let that. <laughs> that just needed to be a game where we're just sitting back, chilling, doing stats, exactly. and you're doing your scoreboard <laughs> thing, scoreboard. and just not exactly just not worried about exactly. what everybody else is hearing. But anyway, Super Bowl stuff. Now again. When you was on with us on Super Bowl Sunday, the year, but let me frame this here because we got some investigative journalism to do on this. Okay, okay. Um, and we're going to get to the bottom of it. And Morgan's, I gave Morgan a theory, and she's is very 100% okay. wanting to ask this. Um, the year before, you wore your 49ers jersey as I a did. 49ers fan, which everybody knows. Yeah. 49ers had a late lead, and they lost. Mm-hmm. So on Sunday for the Super Bowl, you wore your Chiefs jersey. I did. And the Chiefs not only lost, they become only the third team in Super Bowl history to not score a touchdown. I mean, it was, mm-hmm. if anything, it, it may not have been as close to Bob score in the case. Really, what you said, I mean, it, it wasn't a pretty performance by the Chiefs. No, yeah. it was not. Yeah. All, all I know is it was kind of unique because we hosted a Super Bowl party in Casado that night. We yep. had yep. snacks and pizza, and we had 30 to 35 students in the crowd, but it was kind of funny because, I mean, I think a lot of people saw me wearing it, but they yep. didn't know the underlying story until Keaton started sharing it and then Logan yep. started sharing it. Oh, man. Yep. And so before long, I had some people go, Alan, you got to take that off. you got to yep. take that off. Yep. And so at halftime, I, I obliged. They were a little upset. I said, all right, I'm going to take the jersey off. I'll uh, I'll put my friend's shirt on, and, and we'll see what happens. <laughs> and uh, the, the, the quote of the night was from Keaton Manabach, who's a Casado worker of mine, goes, Alan, too little, too late, and this was at halftime. And I said, I said, now time out. Let's let's rewind a year. I remember sitting here as the only Niners fan in the crowd when it was the Chiefs and Niners. Niners were up by eleven or ten, right? And all the Chiefs fans, they started, they were sad. I mean, yep. started getting basketballs to go shoot basketball in the Casado gym, <laughs> checking out ping pong and pool equipment, leaving. I mean. I mean, it was like you would have thought game was over, Super Bowl's been decided, and I was sitting back there to anybody, any Chiefs fan that went to listen, hey, I've seen Mahomes do some crazy things, and there is still a lot of time left. And so as, as the, the Chiefs came back in that game, they were looking at me and I said, I told you, a lot of time left. And so when the Chiefs pulled it out, at the end I said, now all of you that want to try to give me a hard time, better remember... Back to six fifty nine left in the fourth quarter, and just think. That's what Alan was the yeah. Alan was the, the words of wisdom then, and so they didn't give me too much of a hard time. But, but no. And so fast forward to, to this past one, and I said I've seen him do a lot of crazy things. So don't say too little, too late. And and the second half didn't go. Much, wasn't going much better. And 
and they kept looking at me and said, "Guys, I'm not. I'm, I don't have the Chiefs jersey on. I took it off and and uh, took it home and I washed it right away and, and hung it back up and and uh, I joked with my family. They called and said, "Hey, we." What's this about you being bad luck? And I said, Oh, that, that's a whole nother story. That nothing, nothing to see here. And, <laughs> and so obviously they're Chiefs fans, so they go, What happened? And so I told them, and they go, well, Why'd you wear it? And I said, You know, I just thought, you know what? I'm due to have a good, have a little good luck wearing a team's jersey. The year before was bad luck, so I figured, Shoot, year two's got to be the right year, right? And so I've, I've been starting to tell some over in Casado, hey, year three, you got to find out who's going to be in the Super Bowl next year, buy a jersey for one of the teams. And they go, well, as long as it's the Chiefs and the Niners, you already have that jersey. I'm like, you're, you're right. So I might just wear it, and the third time, time might be the charm. And, and a couple of them are like, you know, I, I wouldn't worry about a jersey next year. Don't worry about <laughs> it. And yeah. I'm like, third time's got to be the charm, right? Yeah, I, I think we're going to find a way, though, to, to get, if they think you're bad luck, I, I don't think it's quite as simple as that. So, I would agree I, with that. I, I think, and I think Morgan agrees with me here. Because you said when you wore the 49ers jersey the year before, mm-hmm. you got razzed and you got oh. blamed mm-hmm. and you got, so then you wore a Chiefs jersey the next year. I I'm wondering, was there a little ulterior motive there thinking, yeah. okay, you know what? If I am bad luck here, I'm going to wear the Chiefs jersey. You know, like, I, I, it's I, almost I, like payback from last this year. This is our investigative like, journalism. I don't think it's quite as simple as I, I don't know if that – I don't think it was that route. I, I do think it was kind of – I joked with some of them. I said, shoot, we couldn't beat you last year. Might as well join you this year, right? And uh, – I mean, I think there's some that would probably say, "Oh, sure, you wanted to bring yeah. bad luck to them." I, I was just, well, I was like, curious truth, after you said be they truthful. Were, when yeah. I left the house that day, I'm, I that wasn't even <laughs> on my mind. I'm like, you know, I've got this this Pat Mahomes jersey that I haven't worn. I'm gonna wear. I mean, it was brand new too, so, so maybe it was maybe it was how I took it out of the package or how it was shipped. I mean, Are it could have been a number of things. It. You didn't wash it beforehand. That's what I know. Is. Probably should, you're exactly you right. You didn't wash I, it beforehand. I didn't do that because I didn't do that That's with my the secret. Jimmy G jersey either. I know. Yeah. I I'm learning so much about Alan. This is what you got to do when you get it. This is how you take care of it. You got to <laughs> hang it just right. Hang it inside out, and then when it's dry, you flip it right, right side up, and it's like. Does it yeah, dry quicker? I wouldn't go into that detail. <laughs> well, I am also bad luck. I'm bad luck sometimes with jerseys, too, though. Um, and I'm not saying you are, but I have been. Because if I buy a jersey the night before a game that my team plays mm-hmm. in, they always lose. And it's, it's happened several times. But one time in particular, Morgan will hate me for this because um, it, it affected her team. And, um because I was a Mich- I wasn't a Michigan fan, but I liked the Fab Five really well. Oh, I know yeah. me and you. That was a, mm-hmm. that was our. Yeah. Um, yeah. You remember that too. And I liked the Fab Five, and they were in the Elite Eight mm-hmm. uh, against Arkansas. It was the year after Chris Weber called timeout and they lost to North yeah. Carolina. So they go to the Elite Eight. Jawan Howard's still there, and Jimmy Jackson and and Ray King. So I bought a Jalen Rose jersey, uh, a Michigan <laughs> jersey number five, the night before the game, and they lost to Arkansas in the Elite Eight. And that was your Arkansas won the national uh-huh. championship. And so I don't know. I don't know if Michigan was good enough to win it all that year. So I'm not saying I cost uh-huh. them a championship, but I might have cost my Final Four appearance. That was one of the times you that did. it was your. So Morgan, you it's can, your fault. Yep, yep. So You're the reason. Go blue. See, I told you I like Michigan. Then I still go blue. So, you yep. know, I will tell you though. Not every not every time do I wear a team's jersey or shirt do they lose. I remember when Wichita State made their run to the Final Four. Um, what was it back in? 
It's been, it's been a while now. It was yeah. when Van Vliet and Baker was there. And I I mean, I'd been in Wichita for a couple years now working at Friends, and I didn't have any Wichita State stuff. And so I'm like, you know, I'm going to I'm gonna get a shirt. And I had a student worker that really liked them and went to all their games. And so I said, hey, if you can give me a shirt, do so. And he did. And I, and I didn't wear it at all. For the Elite Eight game against Ohio State, I'm like, you know what? I'm going to wear this. And I, to this day, I still say they don't make it to the Final Four if I don't do not wear that against Ohio State. Now, that student worker, he's now an alumni, would still tell you to this day, Allen had nothing to do with their win or lose. <laughs> but, yeah, he's, he was one of the alumni that reached out to me and go, Allen, you really wore a Pat Mahomes jersey? Uh, true. Very true. That's an assumption. So, 49ers talk again. Did they get Deshaun Watson? What do you think? Do you want them to get Deshaun Watson? I mean, do you, as, do you want to give up what it would take to get him? I didn't know. I don't want to give up what it would take to get him. Because it's going to take, I mean, they're saying three right. first-round picks. Well, so I think when, it, when you realize what it took to get uh, Stafford, I think yep. that set the bar on, only higher for for Watson. But it's like I told told some fans the other day, some of my cousins are Cowboys fans. I, I try to forgive them for that. But um, Yeah. You, you've forgiven me a long time ago. But I've forgiven you for the 49ers. <laughs> I so it's mutual. I agree. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> but no, I, I told them, I said, you know, if Jimmy G could stay healthy, I think he could be the right quarterback for the Niners. But I think his issue is trying to stay healthy. But, it, I mean, this year was so doomed so quickly with the injuries that started week one. Yeah. I mean, yeah. as a Niners fan, it was like, man, you went, you were at the almost at the top of the pedestal one year and – and the next year, you, you fell on hard times. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and we know the Cowboys, the 49ers, they had their battles in the 90s. And and now, and that was some good battles, too. Oh, I mean, great football teams. I it hated was. the 49ers with a passion. I had a friend in high school that was a 49ers fan. He hated the Cowboys with a passion. But, exactly. But it was two great football it was. teams. It was. And, and, I, and I'll say this, though, too. Nowadays, at least for me, I don't hate the 49ers like I used to. Mm-hmm. Now it's more... It's more regional based now. Oh yeah. Like for me, it's the Eagles and the NFC. Oh, I can East. believe it. It's the Eagles and, mm-hmm. and number one, even about the Giants. Yeah, well, I understand. It's the, it. it's the Eagles. Um, other than that, I don't know that I hate a team like I used to hate before. Not it's the Eagles that. now. It, this because it's the division. Oh yeah. Well, I mean, what about you? Who is who, who? do you hate? Is it the Seahawks? Is it or the divisional? Seahawks teams, would be number one. Yeah. Easily, and it's and it. It's just because of, of those battles where Sherman and Crabtree would go at it at the wide oh, receiver yeah. spot. And, and I still remember the year I, th- I thought they would have the Niners would have beat them to go to the Super Bowl until they, until they had the – maybe it was a clean hit, I don't know, but on Vernon Davis that knocked him out. And, oh, yeah. And they finished without him, and, and the Niners were up when he got knocked out by 11. And they ended up losing. It's like, you know, I don't know if they get beat if he stays in. But I, I actually thought that was the year after the 49ers made the Super Bowl. That is and correct. It was the year after, so I thought they were going to go again. I thought they were going to win that game. Oh, I did too. And, did and too. then, when, as it turned out, if you remember, Seattle goes to the Super Bowl and wins it big over Denver, 43 exactly. to 8. Exactly, exactly. And yeah, uh, the winner of that game was probably going to win the Super Bowl, honestly. That, that's that's what a lot of people are saying that year, too, yeah. is, is whoever won that game was going to win the Super Bowl. Yeah, so you could have won it all that year, probably, if you could have survived that. Very could have. I still think we could have beat. We should have beaten Baltimore. It shouldn't have taken the lights going out at, at halftime or yeah. the, right, right after yeah. the third quarter started to, to get us in that game. But I still tell any Chiefs fans that want to listen, I, I, if Alex Smith had, had stayed healthy, I think the Niners would have won the Super Bowl that year. I do, too. But... Yeah. I, I, I do too. too. 
I do too. Alex Smith is an underrated mm-hmm. quarterback, and now it's kind of funny because it kind of comes first circle when it comes to Chiefs fans because then he goes to Kansas City. Exactly. And and mm-hmm. has a pretty good run. He does. Now, he's not Patrick Mahomes, but oh, no. he had a good run no. in Kansas I think people forget just how good he was in Kansas City. Oh, I think they do too. He threw for over 4,600 mm-hmm. yards in that offense exactly. his last year before exactly. Mahomes took over. That's not easy to do in no. the NFL. Oh, no. I don't care who you are. Well, what weapons you got? And I read an article the other day that it was kind of funny because even, even Mahomes says, hey, when Alex Smith was here, I learned so much from him. Yeah, yeah. I mean, now did he? he I mean, I know he he does a lot of amazing things. I mean, throwing while he's parallel to the ground, and mm-hmm. wish he probably wishes he would have completed the pass. But but no, I mean, he does a lot of a lot of good things or great things. But I know he even he says, "Hey, I learned a lot from Smith." Yeah, I mean, yeah. Yeah, and what a story Alex Smith was last year for Washington. Obviously, I'm not a Washington fan either, but I couldn't help but really be excited to see him back on the field. Well, if he if he if he plays the game against the Bucks, just think. A lot of people thought if he had played, yeah, there might have been a better chance to beat the Bucks. And yeah, and and then the the Brady story would have ended, and and then my my Mahomes jersey in the Super Bowl wouldn't have been bad luck because they probably would have beaten the. Yeah. The Patriots, or not the Patriots, the Bucks, or the Bucken, or the Packers, or I was really rooting for a, yeah. a state State Farm Super Bowl. I Mahomes mean, Rogers, and Rodgers, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah that that would have been fun. That'd have been fun. All right, Morgan, you got a, you always ask two or three questions. To, she kind of takes over. The serious part is over now. The semi-serious stuff comes. But, I'm ready for the semi-serious. But, but her stuff though is pretty hard hitting though. Sometimes it can be pretty it cutting depends. edge. It's pretty cutting edge. I mean, I'm trying to think of, like, some random questions to kind of ask you right now. Because in all honesty, like, I have a theory that I told Keaton about what happened on the night of the Super Bowl. I know that (laughs) you've kind of already stuck to it. Like, you kind of already said what really and truly happened. But I think that there's still an underlying thing you're not telling us. So, what I told Keaton... Okay. Is that I believe that you like placed like some money somewhere like on a bet saying okay I have the Bucks winning okay okay so then you called Kansas City and said hey I'm gonna pretend to root for you guys so can you just like you know not play okay. good mm-hmm. you know because I mean if you think about it Mahomes yeah. did not play horrible. He just kind of had like some really bad mm-hmm. issues happening yeah. because mm-hmm. the Bucks had great defense on him. Mm-hmm. So, did you like tell their <laughs> offensive line man to kind of like, hey man, just kind of let the Bucks kind of go through, and then I mean, I'm gonna I'm gonna win something out of this because I I have some pretty good money and I got some good chances on it, but just for insurance. Let me pull my notebook out and have you retell re- me that, so I can so I can remember that for next time. That's pretty good. That's pretty good scenario. I told you, we I told you, we was gonna do some hard hitting journalism here, hey. investigative journalism. You know, if if I would have thought that man, two years in a row, my jersey's gonna be unlucky, I probably would have done that. Oh, I'm just saying. I don't think it's a horrible idea. I mean, I know that me and you talked so about either. like it's a. It was probably a better idea to put prop money on or to make a bet on the prop of if someone's going to streak the game or not. But and then be the one. No, then be the one that goes out there and. Yeah. Yeah, he he got a lot of money if he actually got it. I don't know, considering he was the one that. Did I know it. they were talking about because he kept bragging about it. So they were talking about there's a way that they could not pay him or was we're going to pay him. I'm like oh, I don't know if that's. I don't know if that's going to be true or not. No, At least okay. give him some of it, you exactly. know. Uh, maybe exactly. not all of it, but 
hey, man, at least you were the one that did it, you know, so I guess we'll give you a little something, but... Exactly. Um, <laughs> I, I don't remember exactly so what funny. Jim Nance said, one of the announcers, but a lot of people are saying that was probably the highlight of the night is what he said when the streaker came out. <laughs> I don't remember what he said, but it's like, yeah. oh, man. You know, a lot of times the funny thing was, and, and I don't even know if it's funny or not, but it's funny to me, um... A lot of times when that happens at sporting events, they'll have the camera already, and you won't ever yeah, see him. You won't the ever see him, yeah. You've seen him on the you Super Bowl. Him, I mean, exactly. He was right in broad view. Well, and I think that's because with, with not a lot of crowd there, it's tough to go, okay, where do you go that you're going to show something that you want yeah. your fans to see, right? You don't want your fans to see an empty stadium up here. I mean, it's kind of interesting, especially this year, where they were would they pan out to the crowd and you see what kind of cardboard cutouts were there and – Sometimes there would be games that the cardboard cutout, cutouts would be of the actual announcers yeah, and, yeah. and yeah. players. So, speaking of the cardboard uh, people in the stands, would you ever have paid to have your cut your cardboard cutout at the Super Bowl? Because do you know how much that actually costs people? I have no idea, but I don't think I could afford to have my cardboard cut out It was there. basically equivalent to an actual ticket. Now, if we would have done that at Friends <laughs> University, I could have probably paid to have my cardboard cut out sitting yeah. somewhere as in Garvey. Maybe row 6, section 22. There you go. That's always a good one. Yeah. <laughs> Just saying. Or, or if, we could, if we could put them behind the goals. Yeah. 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 Rotate, it, <laughs> rotate it between the goals that the visiting team shooting at. Nice. That would be funny. That would be kind of funny. That'd be. Awesome. I should, we should get Dion on that. We should. We, we should. We, we should, should tell Dion on that. Yeah. You know? yep. Yep. <laughs> get, get him to do that. Get Maybe him Scott involved too. in that. <laughs> yeah, that'd be good. Wouldn't oh, hurt nothing. Yeah. Wouldn't hurt. That was insane. Like just to think about how much people actually spent to not even be at the game, but I'm gonna have my picture there. So I feel like Morgan, you might have looked up what it costs to send your cardboard cutout to the Super Bowl. I did a long time ago, but I don't I don't remember it, so I'm gonna have to look it back up. She's gonna try to look it back up. She's gonna try to look it back up. I'm going to look it back up. She's gonna look it back up. I feel like if I if we someone goes back and watches the Super Bowl in the crowd, you might actually have a cardboard cutout there. But is it okay? Yeah. It, would it be um, worth it though? Because when I I don't remember, I've watched games a lot of games yeah. with cardboard cutouts. I don't remember a single face unless they. Unless, Unless they, it's a celebrity but, that they are exactly, that they're they'll, pointing yeah, out, yeah, they'll, so. they'll pan out and show you like a celebrity. Would but be I don't remember a single. But I don't remember seeing faces like that. I remember. I don't remember what the game was, but I remember them panning out, and it was on February second or third. There was a cardboard cutout of the groundhog. Yeah. Phil, so, that someone said, oh, he made his his announcement about. Six more weeks of winter, and now he's at the game. And it's yeah. like, oh, my God. That's the okay. only times I remember is that they do something like that. Uh-huh. And they're not going to do that with mine, most likely. No. So, I don't know. How much is it, Morgan? How much, how, so, what's it worth? the Super Bowl was, had 25,000 real fans in a stadium. Yes. The, and they made 30,000 cardboard cutouts of fans. Okay. The cutouts cost $100 each. I've got two dollars. Do you have ninety-eight dollars? Um, no, sadly. Can, okay. okay. <laughs> I'd pitch in five. So see, five, two. If you pitch in ninety-one, Morgan, the rest right. of them were good. I actually have a dollar. Not gonna lie, that's about it. <laughs> <laughs> so we're more than a dollar short. Much so. than that. <laughs> we're at least a day late and more than a dollar short. I know, right? Yeah. Yeah. But like, think about that. Like, would you really 
Would you really pay a hundred dollars just to have your cardboard? Cut like off? I said, I don't, it doesn't sound like it's that much. It's actually like, less than what I thought. But, it is but. less than what I thought mm-hmm. too. Um, I thought it'd be more than that. But then, like, think about it. What if, like, you submitted all of this to, like, have your cardboard cut out, but you were not picked as one of the thirty thousand people? Surely, hopefully, it'd give you your money back if you weren't selected to actually be in the. Yeah, it's not like a. Yeah. It's not like a hundred dollars to be like a drawing, is there? No, like a random yeah, selection, like that. Yeah. But like, how would you feel if like you tr- you tried so hard and wanted to be at the Super Bowl with your cardboard cutout and you were not chosen? I would. I probably would shed a few tears. Yeah. If I try, if I was really trying <laughs> yeah. that hard. Yeah, that that'd be unfortunate. Yeah, that's less than what I thought it would be, but I still don't know if it'd be worth it, though, because I don't know if you'd even... Are they going to, like, send you a picture of it there or where you can actually see it? Or Because if you're on TV, you're probably not going to see no, it. No, probably not. Most likely. It, right. True. Okay, sorry to keep on the Super Bowl topic, but I have one more question. Yeah. Do you think the Bucks paid the refs? <laughs> Just question. I'm not, I am not hating on the Bucks at all. I think they played amazing defense. But do Sounds, you but think... You're just living in this area hearing Chief fans talk is where you got that idea, wasn't I'm it? I'm just saying. All right, Alice, your yeah, chance to get back to Chief fans. We're giving you a hard time. I, I honestly keep hearing this debate. That's the only reason why I'm asking. Oh, well, I do you too. I, chance, I've had Alice. some students over in Casado ask me, but that's a tough question because I do officiate on the side out in the community, and, and I know how tough that job is, but I think that night I even told them, I said, I felt like there was a few calls that were made in the first half mm-hmm. that you have to make in the second half, but it was different circumstances in the second half. And so I don't know if the someone told them, hey, stop throwing flags or don't call as much or whatever it is. But yeah. I did say that comment that night. I said, man, I, I felt like it was called differently one way in the first half versus the second. It was, like, stronger in the first half, and then the second mm-hmm. half, they kind of just kind of let it go. Yeah. yeah really, very, very Okay, true. and then what do you think? Because I definitely remember this. I can't remember the Chiefs uh-huh. person, the player, exactly, mm-hmm. but it was, like, the defensive captain. Oh. And that the guy. Honey Badger. Yes. Yeah, yeah Tyron so. Matthew. Yes, Tyron thank Matthew. you. Yeah. I was like, I can't remember his name. But how did you think whenever – do you think that he actually did have the unsportsmanlike conduct, or did Brady? Because technically, Brady kind of came at him first. Anybody that knows the Honey Badger knows that he loves to talk on the mm-hmm, football field. Mm-hmm. Yes. But I'm sure when him and Brady came together, they were they were trading recipes for their favorite home pizza well, I'm or, sure, I'm sure. or hamburger. I'm sure that's what they were doing. But it no, had to be. It yeah. had to be because otherwise they should have probably flagged Brady because he's the one that came back. Brady come back to, down. He's probably thinking yeah. of a new restaurant though. Maybe they were going to go oh, eat Like he just thought. I don't know where they were going to go. Or, yeah, he or just maybe thought. He want, maybe he was wanting to va- invite the Honey Badger down to to Disneyland. Yeah, and, yeah. Disney World. You know, if, we win, World. Oh, if we so win, if we win, let's yeah. Get me started on that. Don't do it, Allie. <laughs> Well, you know how she's uh, she is sometimes irrationally irrationally passionate about <gasps> this. This has got me another question. Do you think that Tom Brady said, "I'm going to Disney World" <laughs> at the end of the Super Bowl? Yeah. What are did. you gonna do? I'm going to Disney World. I mean, he lives in Florida now. So. Oh. No, I think he said, "I'm gonna go hop on a boat and throw the Lombardi Trophy." Yeah, yeah. From that's a, true. From <laughs> yeah, one boat to another. Do you think there was a little too much alcohol in that boat? 
I think there was a little too much water enjoyed, yes. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, they said there might have been some on there, that, that on the boat. <laughs> well, it's, it's, it's kind of funny, the pictures they were showing, and it's like... And the video that they the showed. Video, it's <laughs> like, I don't know if I'd really show all this, or... Well, the, I'll tell you what, though, the... Him throwing the Lombardi trophy. It was a risk, but it was a good throw, and Gronkowski caught it. I mean, it well, was, he's probably the only one that would have caught it. I'm yep, sure everybody yep. else would have probably, or I'm sure Brady wouldn't have thrown it to anybody else. True, <laughs> I keep saying that too. <laughs> it's what something they had planned. It? Well, what do you think? Scuba would diving down to the bottom. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Would would it would it sink right away, or would it bob for a, a second yeah, or two? It looks and pretty then heavy. It did look pretty heavy. Mm, I don't know. I don't know. I kind of want to see it happen. I feel like we need to go build our, our the a re, an exact replica of the Lombardi yes. Trophy and try this. We can try it in Paul's Pond, see what happens. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, it'll give the vibe for it, at least. Yeah. Uh, that's there the best we, we can do with it. <laughs> I mean, hey, it's just Paul's Pond. It's cool. Hey. I mean, you can't fish it. Why not throw a Lombardi Trophy yeah. in or, it? You know what? Hey, we, have a, we had a floor hockey club once, Paul's Pond Floor Hockey. They got their start by ice skating or ice playing ice hockey on Paul's Pond. There you go. It was the best way for them to get on a first-name basis with uh, security, I can tell you that. <laughs> yep, yep, I, I bet you would. So I would never recommend that, to, and not, not anymore. Not going to lie, Hardcore wanted to actually walk on Paul's Pond when it was frozen over, but decided not to. <laughs> I really badly wanted to, not even going to lie. And what's even sadder is that even though my boyfriend never once came to Friends, never doesn't know uh -huh. anything about Paws Pond, he's actually shocked that we can't even fish it. So he's oh. like, <laughs> so he was like, you should go and run on the frozen water. And then my, my dumb self was like, let's go, right? And then just decided not to because we ended up driving just straight past it because he didn't know where it was. And then oh. I was like, yeah, oh, maybe shucks, I don't know. Some of the because best things. Then I started thing, yeah. thinking, okay, with my luck, security would be right around the corner exactly. as soon as I did it, mm -hmm. and then I would get in trouble. However, I did see someone actually run on Paul's Pond. Not I that, mean. not that night, but like someone took a video of someone running on oh. Paul's Pond, and it was hilarious. I was like, oh, I'm kind of hoping that it breaks, but at the same time, that would suck. That so, would be awful. Yes. Probably not a good idea. Some of the best things that you don't do is the ones that you... Some of the best things you do is what you don't attempt. So, yeah, you know that's what? true. Some of the best things is... is, is as long left, as they stay up here, is the best, best thing. Yeah, exactly some of the best right. things is, is just left not... <laughs> exactly right. Not tried. Yeah, I, maybe just like standing on Paul's Pond. Do you think I'd get in trouble for that? Just to stand on it, not really... Do At your own risk. At your own risk, yeah. yeah. May have make you sign a waiver or something. Yeah, but, maybe. But, I mean, I, I wouldn't recommend it now. <laughs> Would not recommend it now. Maybe on Monday. Maybe Monday. Or Sunday, know. yeah. It got it was really cold. Yeah, it should have done it then, man. I was just thinking, you know, this is beautiful baseball or softball weather. I really was. It really is. Yeah. yeah. yeah it really is. Or sand volleyball. Yeah. Cool would have been. Or snow volleyball. Totally. I watched they were playing snow what was it, snow soccer the other day. I don't know if that's exactly what they call it, but yeah. Wow. I do remember uh 
Dan Dowdy, he posted something on uh, Snapchat mm-hmm. because they had practice uh-huh. or something. I don't remember exactly what they were doing, but they were definitely like outside, and he was definitely sweating. Oh. And in his beard was ice. Uh huh. Uh-huh. He literally had ice stuck to his beard. It was so funny. <laughs> I was like, oh no, oh, that's, no. that's cold. <laughs> yeah. <Nope. laughs> Well, you know, Alan, I know oh, you man. said that somewhat facetiously, but I'll tell you this, though, for people who don't know, what we had to do for the third game of the, our baseball series with Texas A&M, Texas Arcana, oh, yes. about three weeks ago, if we got mm-hmm. through that kind of weather, because I'll tell you this, it was obviously super cold and oh, it was. not playable, but the rain, the downpour rain that we had, and it was pretty cold that day, too. It was but very cold. If yeah. we got through that game, I'm not sure there's, there's not there's much weather we, we can't, can't get through. I'm ready, can't to, I'm ready it. from to play a little football in this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and Morgan was gone that game, and I, I told was. her, I said, if there's ever a game for you to be gone, yeah. you picked the good one. Morgan was gone yeah. that game. Yeah. I was gone. She picked a good one. <laughs> she did. She picked a good she one. She picked a good <laughs> one. She looked under weather forecast to say, ooh. I want to make sure I'm gone. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah. considering the day before, I literally wore shorts out to the baseball field because it was actually supposed to be sunny for most of the uh-huh. day. It was and cold. Then it that was day. freezing. It was cold. You changed pretty quick. I, I changed real that. quick because um, <laughs> I, I lasted about maybe 10, 15 minutes because that's how long the sun was she out. She was there Friday the day before. She was yeah. there. And um, and, so and she battled through the cold. I had before. no idea of the cold weather. That was All I know is Keaton through. told me the same thing. He goes, "I'm glad I worked yesterday, not Saturday." And I'm like, "Well, oh, that's right. Keaton got out of yeah, it too. Got didn't out of it too. Well, our work, I don't, what, what has happened here? Our workers are out of this, and me, he's out there. Just I know, freezing in the You're rain, and Scott, and it's like, oh no, this is lovely. We may have to. Maybe we rethink our strategy somehow. That's true. I don't Me know if we would have just had a plan, you know. Yeah. We had an idea. We were like, hey, man, did you see how the weather's going to be on Saturday? Are you working on Friday? Yeah, I'm going to work. Or I'm going to say that I'm, like, going to be gone and out of town yeah. on Saturday. Mm-hmm. So, um... We're just going to yeah. get out of this, right? We're going to have them yeah. work it while we're yeah. out. <laughs> Speaking of investigative <laughs> journalism, I don't yeah. know. I need to, we need to do that. We need to put you on the hot now. seat yeah. now. Let me question you a little bit. Next podcast, I'm going to come up with a few questions for you. I'm just going to interview you and see kind of get I mean, the bottom I can of it, tell so. everybody where I was at. It's not other people. Yeah, yeah. Boy, no. I, I think I would have actually, I don't know. It's kind of a toss-up on if I'd rather have been at baseball or where I was at. So. Well, she's going to be at baseball on Tuesday. I um, at least, At least for most of the day, if not all the day, right? Uh, no, most of the day because I have therapy. Yeah, that's what I said. If not most, at least yeah, most I've of the day. Yeah, I've got physical therapy. Yeah. No. Yeah. So you'll be there. Shoulder back into shape, you know. You'll be there at least most of the day, though. But I mean, it's not like it's it's going to be sixty on Tuesday. Exactly. She's not that. She's going to. She'll be there on Tuesday. She'll be there. I'll be there for like that, like late afternoon game, you know. Most of the first game, but not all of it. Actually, only some of the first game. And you'll be there for the second game. Yeah, and I'll be there for the second game. See, so as long as I'm there for one. You talk about weather. I still remember about six years ago. May 1st was the date, to be exact. I, I remember it because I, I was very shocked. Championship night of intramural softball, slow-pitch softball. And it was cold all day. I, I didn't want to play, and I said, well, let's leave it up to our captains. Well, all our teams wanted to play. No kidding. Snowed on us while we were playing the championship game. Uh. Let's just say we made it through, and afterwards the workers were or middle of the championship game, me and my coordinator – Went to get everybody hot chocolate, right? We did a nice thing. And I still remember when I, we first got back to staff, because, oh, sure, you guys left to warm up. Where have you been? <laughs> and we said, so you don't want this hot chocolate. Well, no, we didn't say that. 
<laughs> so, but I still remember that because when people go, oh, it warms up eventually. Huh? That year it was snowing on May 1st. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. See, I don't think we're having a global warming. We're just having a global freezing. I called I called some buddies that have been up to Alaska before, and I said, when you go back up there, take this weather back with you, please. For real. I would agree. For real. I would agree. I was like, geez, people are getting snow where we normally don't get snow. All I know is trying to get ready to leave the house to help uh, clean off the sidewalks on Monday, and I had snow about halfway up in my door, and I'm like, nope. Closed it back yeah. up, locked it, and said, nope, I ain't going out. <laughs> That's awesome. Yep. yep. <laughs> well, all right, Alan. Well, thanks for joining us today. Well, Pleasure as always. We got to the bottom of something we hope, but but I'm, I think we'll probably revisit it at some point. That's but, all right. Um, That's all right. Um, the Super Bowl, we'll you know, the, we'll the question. To, you know. You know, it's an ongoing story, developing story. But okay. I think okay. we got we got some answers. Theories, and, don't worry. And That's all right. Talk about all your yeah. We're talking about all your roles and everything that's going on. We got a pretty big semester coming up, but still, we yet, really do. Next week kind of starts the first week of really yes. Yeah. We've had some busy weekends, but next week we it's all converging. We got soccer twice. We got um, baseball, softball, softball on the same day, and it's it's all going to converge on us next week. So we'll be seeing a lot of you. I know even yeah, more than usual. Even exactly. more than usual. <laughs> all right. Well, thanks, Alan. We'll talk well, to you again you soon. Perfect. All right, that's Alan Everwine. He runs our intermules here and just a lot of other stuff here. So, yeah, busy weekend coming, busy week coming, busy everything coming. The yes. spring semester is in full swing. Um, we talked about baseball on Tuesday. We've also got Monday women's soccer yes. at Stryker Complex against Bethany College. Um, Kickoff that game will be at 2.30. Then we also have soccer again on Thursday. Yes. Versus Benedictine, mm -hmm. that is going to be at three o'clock on Thursday. Also at Striker Complex, yes. and tickets are available online on our ticket page. So um, five dollars a piece. If you cannot join us in person, you can always join us on live on on live stream, not on live. Wow, that was bad. Online on live right. stream. You're on the right track. I know, right? I was like, I wanted to combine online and live stream, you know. <laughs> Mm -hmm. <laughs> so uh, on live, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. But um, so you, but you can always join us online with the live stream portalstretch.com. It's always going to be there, even at Striker. I believe we're going to still have some sort of a live stream yes. going. Yeah, yep. that's the plan. So um, might not be ideal, but at the same time, we're just we're still going to get the game to you guys soon, uh, one way or another. Yep. So if you cannot be here live, there's always online. Yep. Um, same with all of our games because also baseball and softball are going next Saturday. Yeah. So fun. Yep. <laughs> yep. Yep. So this is like like Mr. Levi said, we're going to have a super super busy week, and we're not slowing down here either. That's right. Not been slowing down. We're going full speed now. We're going to have everything covered. Um, but yeah, soccer on Monday versus Bethany College at 2.30. And then again on Thursday versus Benedictine at 3 o'clock. And then as Morgan said, baseball. Um, we talked about it on Tuesday versus Mid-America Christian. That is going to be a doubleheader at 1 o'clock. And then we got baseball again on Saturday against uh, um, Mid-America Nazarene. And also softball's home opener will be on Saturday the 27th against Mount, um, Mount St. Marty. Uh, and then on Sunday against Hastings College. 
Uh, softball actually has their season opener tomorrow as well. In actually, it's going to be on Monday. Oh, it's, it's going to be on Monday, Monday. Okay. It was originally scheduled for tomorrow, and it's going to be now happening on Monday, starting at 11 a.m. at Northwestern Oklahoma State. No. Okay. I believe that's still going to be live streamed, too. So, again, if you cannot make it there or if they just don't allow fans because I don't really remember their fan policy, they're, they're a completely different division than we are. So, um, actually, just a whole entire different conference thing, I, I believe. I don't really remember what they are exactly. But, anyways, they're down in Oklahoma. And if you just cannot make it, I'm pretty positive they still have a live stream and we'll have a, also a live stream going on or at least have the link to it somewhere. Um, so you can always find that as well. Same with all sports here because uh, basketball, don't they have another game coming up soon? Basketball will wrap up the regular season at Sterling College mm -hmm. um, tomorrow. Men's and women's at 1 yep. and 3 p.m. Yep. Yes. Yes, one and three, and then that will lead into the postseason, um, and all, and all that coming up soon too. But the final regular season game is going to be um, tomorrow in Sterling College. At, um, the game times are now one and three p.m. Track is going on today. Yes, we, we don't got the know KCAC the final track results meet. yet, do we? No, not yet. It okay. goes through tomorrow. Um, the KCAC. Indoor championship meet is taking place at Hecate Center um, on the campus of Wichita State University. No fans are allowed, but they do have a live stream on the KCAC portal. Mm -hmm. Portal.stretchinternet.com slash KCAC. And um, it's a, I believe it's a 995 charge. Uh, um, it's on pay-per-view. Uh, and also live results are, are available on Mile Split through Heartland Timing. Um, we've also we tweeted the links to that um, a couple times today. Uh, I mean, yesterday. So that's all there. But a lot of good stuff happening at track. Um, Braden Wells won the weight throw uh, yesterday mm -hmm. for us. And um, Elena Henderson won the triple jump uh, championship with a jump of 11.47 meters. Uh, and um, we, we swept, I believe it was a long jump. Uh, the men's long jump, Keontae Stewart won it. Noah Meyer second. Caden Gustafson in third. Um, so, yeah, a lot of good stuff happening um, with the track, but that will wrap up tomorrow. The mm -hmm. women have won it, um, have, have won it several years in a row, I believe six years in a row. Yes. And and the men were the runner-up last year and are looking for the, the championship this year. So right now the girls are now at the second. The women are at the second um, in the team standings with 78 points. St. Mary's still leading, and the, and the men is still in first. The gap has tightened somewhat. Um, but the men are still in first with 131.5 points. So if everything hangs on, we could be celebrating two indoor track championships tomorrow. And then guess what happens? We get a walkout. One of the best things about being at Friends University, and I'm sure other universities do this too, but I 100% know that we do this. Every time that a team, uh, um, any Falcon team, wins first in a conference, we always get a walkout. It's so much fun. And there's different events that get held on at Friends and just all over Wichita, in all honesty, because it just because we can and we want to. We go and we yell at President Carey and we bang pots and pans and yell for a walkout, and she usually tells us yes. I have yet to see her tell us no. Yeah. But she will tell us yes. We get to have so much fun and do different events throughout the whole entire day. It's just a great time, great 
uh, great atmosphere to be in. However, I don't know how to work with COVID and all that kind of fun stuff, but hopefully we will still be able to do that and hopefully the men and women can pull this out. I have 100% confidence in them. Not just because I really badly want to walk out, but just because we have phenomenal track team. We really yeah. and truly do. Yeah. We have all four years that I've been here, we've had at least it's either the men's or it's the women's. Well, the or girls both. have won all four years. Yeah. We've been here. Yeah, so that's why I'm like, I, we have a phenomenal uh, track team, men and women. So I'm super excited for them. Hopefully they can pull it out and get her done. So how does this work now? You being a student, you may know this better than I do. I know I'm very familiar with the walkout, <laughs> but very familiar with it. Yeah. But if both teams win, do you get two walkout days? Sadly, no. We only get one walkout day. Just one, day. Okay. okay. They combine the two and say that we celebrate that the reason why we get the walkout is because these two amazing teams, that's like when women's basketball won the conference championship two years ago? Uh, it was three years it ago. It was three yeah. years ago? Yeah. Okay. Um, so it was my sophomore year. I couldn't remember when it was. I was like, I don't really remember. It was either my junior year or my sophomore year. Well, it was year. my first year here. Oh, it so was? We won it. Yeah, we won the I conference. I thought that the so. women, oh, wait, no, it was freshman year. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. then sophomore year, it was track. Junior year, yeah. it was track. You've had one every year, though. <laughs> We've had one every single yeah. year. But, um, but, yeah, no, I definitely remember all of that. And they, And even though that the women's basketball team – no, it was because men's basketball team won the conference last year or something like that. I don't remember. Either way, they combine the sports together. Okay, okay. No matter what, and we get one walkout a okay. semester. Okay, hey. Yeah, I was like, so uh, let's fun. say uh, that volleyball, for some miracle, wins the <laughs> conference championship and actually wins first place. They have, That's the key, is that you can't just be the champion. No, you actually have to win first place in the whole entire conference. You know, and usually that means you already are first, I believe, but kind of depends on the situation, <laughs> I think. But I believe it's like you have to be first overall and win the championship, or it's just you just won the championship. I don't remember exactly. But either way, we all get to celebrate. It's a big, huge celebration, and we all eat lunch together. We all have a lot of fun. We all get cake. It's a lot of fun, and they always announce, these are the people, or it's because of this team that we're even getting this walkout, whole nine yards, and we all celebrate with them, not just for free stuff, but we really do actually party hardy and just celebrate with them and just have a grand old time. It's fun. So I'm kind of hoping that we get another one. <laughs> hey, I mean, it, it, I, I have a, I have full confidence it's, it's going to happen. If we do, like, color me mine again, hopefully we do, I need a cup to match with my bowl and plate set that I've done every year. So There you go. So I need a cup as well now. So hopefully that'll, that'll happen, you know, soon. I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. But uh, it would be nice to kind of have like a magic set, you know. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. There you go. I, I'm confident it's going to happen. It's, yes. I'm, and I hope it's a Confidence. double. Hope it's a, it's a double win. So yes. the KCAC Indoor Championship Track Meet is happening right now. It'll go through tomorrow, and um, you, you can check with us, and we're continually providing updates on all the action down there. But so far, it's look, looking pretty good. So that's what's happening here on campus. We've talked a lot about it with Alan, a lot about it before. 
Um, and now, but lot busy, busy semester coming up. A lot of all the sports are going to be in action. Yes. Um, at some point, it's unprecedented, but we're going to keep bringing you all the action, and and we're excited to do it. It's going to be different, but it's going to be fun, and we hope hope you all enjoy it because there's a lot of stuff, a lot of stuff coming your way. All right. So before we get into our random topic, we don't have NFL picks obviously anymore. No. So no. And I don't know anything about NBA. I'm just sorry. I'm just saying. Well, there is a big NBA game tonight, though. Oh, really? Uh, yes. Utah Jazz, the number one team in the NBA right now. I believe they won 18 of their last 19 games. They're 24 and five. Mm-hmm. They're the number one seed in the West. Number one team overall in the NBA. They're host. They're at the Los Angeles Clippers tonight, who is third in the West, just a game out of the second spot, and they have the third best record in the league. So that's a big game tonight. To to, to watch tomorrow night, there's an NBA Finals rematch. The Heat play the Lakers, uh, mm-hmm. and Heat off to a pretty slow start. They've been picking it up somewhat of late, uh, um, but uh, yeah, that, that's some, some things to keep an eye on. Uh, and normally, when we do this, you you go to your NBA fantasy, your NBA fantasy. Do. Is that what I you're doing right now? I have like three people. No, four Is that what you're doing right now? Yeah. We can take we can take a quick look at fantasy. I'm playing your team, so I do not want to talk to you about that. <laughs> yeah, you are playing my team. Um, if I can be any assistance, let me know. Well, As always. Uh, <laughs> my thing is that like I have no idea what I'm doing. I don't even know these players. That's what's sad is that like I really have no clue about this. You know, I mean, y'all y'all think I don't know anything about football? I know absolutely zero about basketball, or at least NBA. I know how to play basketball. I know the rules. I know everything. Trust me, I am a rest kid. I understand. I even know the loopholes and the cheating ways to do it, too. <laughs> um, it's pretty fun. So, but growing up in a small town where the refs know your dad and know you, they know what to look for, and it's not as easy as you would think because they know exactly you know what to do you know what's going on (laughs) but it's still fun so uh but yeah no when it comes to players and trying to figure out which team is the better team i have no clue absolutely no clue i just know that steph curry and kevin durant or yeah kevin durant really awesome james harding he's pretty decent um let me think. I, I yeah, that's about it. Well, I, I knew some older Rockets players though. I know you have Kevin Durant. On Yao your Ming. Team. We yeah. want Yao Ming. <laughs> yeah, Yao Ming. I'm we a, need him yeah. back. I remember Yao Ming. But I said that I'm, I'm sorry. I really don't know a lot of these people, and I wish I did. I feel like I knew more football players than I do basketball players. So I at least knew them, you know, or like kind of understood what what their game plans were. <laughs> There's no idea. Well, you have won two games, though, in I our... I only won two. Yeah, you have won two games in our league. No. Damn. You're, sure not, you're not the worst team in the league by any means. So. That's good. It's Peyton. So, no, it's not Peyton. No. Oh, really? Peyton's actually won two games, too. No. Dang. Me and Peyton are tied. Yep. Coming for you. <laughs> Watch it. And I'm having a tough battle with you this week. It's, it's, uh, it's going to go down to the wire, I think. <laughs> I doubt it. By the end of it, watch. You think you're going to pull away in the end? No. Yeah, no. <laughs> I don't know. This is well, I'm 7-1 right now. Tied for, I'm leading the, my division. 
Melissa's eight and zero. She's leading the whole league. But uh, oh, I've, dang, Scott's the worst. And I've not played Melissa yet. No. We and you won't because she's in the West. That well, we will eventually. Not so later. That showdown will happen at some point. Uh, but right now, having to fight off a very gamed and determined team, razzle dazzle. Uh, that doesn't want to go away. That's that's giving me a pretty good fight. Apparently, I don't know. <laughs> Your team has 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 come to play this week. You're giving me a pretty good game. Well, I have like a couple players out right now. It <laughs> says day to day, and then there's one that's actually out. Oh, and Kevin Durant's out too. That's fun. He got a hamstring. Yep. I don't even know. Who's that? And one thing that we're going to get ready to do here pretty soon, next month, at some point next month, is fantasy baseball. Okay, I can do some fantasy baseball. So I can game, do that. You're game for that? No. Yeah. I can do that. I at least know that one. Well, you're learning something about the NBA, though. I've, we've, you've learned, I've noticed a little bit. I, I look for whatever position is open, and if <laughs> I, if it's the same position that I'm out on, okay, I look at, like, okay, how many points did they score? Okay, they, they scored a little bit higher than the other person, so I'm going to go with this person. <laughs> I really don't know what's going on. <laughs> Anyways. But that's what to look for tonight. Me and Morgan's fantasy game is going to go down to the wire this week, looks like. Morgan's brought her A game to face to, to face me. She's up. Her guys are up for it. She's got it. She's coaching them up. And they're up for this. It's a little tougher game than what I thought it was going to be. <laughs> hey, I'm Morgan shocking. Is ready to go. Team Razzle Dazzle. We're on the move. I said a very game. Team Razzle Dazzle. Team Razzle Dazzle. That is game. She is game for this. I think my team's Razzle Dazzle this it, one. Yep. Yeah, it is Team Razzle Dazzle. I can't remember if I put Mo Money or Razzle Dazzle because I go back and forth between league. the two. So what's baseball going to be? Probably Razzle Dazzle. <laughs> I like Razzle Dazzle. I it's think it's fun. cool. I think it's cool. No. It's one of my favorite nicknames that um, I don't remember who even gave me it. I know that Kyler was one of the first to call me it, our, our athletic trainer, one of our athletic trainers here. He, every single time that he sees me, he's like, what's up, Razzle Dazzle? So it's fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. Everybody else just calls me Raz, but I mean, <laughs> Kyler calls me Raz Dell. Well, I call you Morgan. So I'll and then you, you call me Morgan. Yeah. You wanted me to call you Morgan. I said yeah. I'd call you by a nickname, and you said nah, just, just. No, it sounds weird whenever you do it because I'm not used to it. I'm like, okay, no. I didn't I, do I, it to start out with, so. That's like whenever I call you Mr. Levi. You didn't really like it, but didn't say anything. Well, I mean, I don't. I don't like you calling me Raz. So don't call me Raz. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Tell me not. All right, I, I, I haven't been. No, I haven't been. I'll, I'll keep it consistent. No, yeah. no I, I, it, I, I don't know if I didn't like it. Um, when you call, it was just different. Like yeah. I, no one ever called me it before. So I don't know if I didn't. It's not that I didn't like it. Now I don't think. Now it seemed weird if he didn't. Now it seemed like, like if he didn't call me that, now I'd be like, oh, okay, she's mad at me or she's upset or something or Man. something like. That would seem different. Something would be wrong now. So yeah, I guess you got to call me that now. Yeah, maybe. You got to keep doing it now. Mm -hmm. All right, what do we got for randomness today? For randomness, for randomness. I mean, we talked a lot about random talk with Alan. We had like a whole segment of randomness with Alan. Yeah. But, in all honesty, like we just have had so much randomness. I I honestly think I've run out of my randomness topic for today. 
Because we had a lot of randomness. We have so much just randomness today. (laughs) It's insane. But, uh. Yep. I'm trying to think. I mean. Uh, we can go into devotion if you. We I mean, we could go stuff. on about Star Wars and what we talked about earlier. I was earlier. thinking about Star Wars a little bit, actually. I, I mean, we can go on about the Sith real quick. I was thinking about yeah. that because we had, we had two different versions of the Sith and Star Wars, <laughs> um, and earlier today, and we both was right. We actually. were both right, yeah. Yeah, but we so, yeah. So how does it even start in the first place? Is because. I am over spring break. I'm going to visit my sister in Orlando, Florida, and uh, she's going to take me to hopefully, if her comp passes, work for Hollywood Studios. If it does, awesome. If not, I will. But if it does, then I get to go to the new Galaxy's Edge in Hollywood Studios, which is basically Star Wars Star Wars Land. It's awesome. Okay, so I'm excited about it, and. No one else in my family except for me and my dad are Star Wars fans. So I'm kind of shocked that my sister is allowing me to do this. Not going to (laughs) lie. But anyway, so that's kind of how this conversation even got started. And so then we started talking about Star Wars. And I'm going to say it now because I know Mr. Levi agrees with me because we already had this conversation. Star Wars stomps on Star Trek. I don't care. You can at me if you want. I don't care. I think Star Wars is way better than Star Trek. Just saying. It's awesome. It's one of my favorite sci-fi fantasy movies of all time. Or just series in general of like all time. It's awesome. And It is good. It it is. It's amazing. It's, It's just bad booty Judy. Like how can you hate on Star Wars? I don't understand. But anyways... So that's kind of how this topic even got started in the first place. And then we were talking about how uh, Mr. Levi never saw the first one. All he did was see the second one, third one. He saw everything but the first one. Yeah, I did not see the the prequels. Um, The first one I seen was episode two. Yep. Um, The um, Attack of the Clones. I did not see episode four five six which was released first yep so i was catching up a little bit yeah and once i did it all totally totally come together and made sense and i'm i love watching it now but i hadn't seen the other ones before so i had yeah. some catching up to do yeah and then we started talking about the sith because i was originally trying to figure out who the basically the overall guy of the uh of darth vader of all of the empire of all that kind of stuff i couldn't remember his actual name well then mr levi he said that it was the sith lord and i was like no the sith lord is the red guy that has the double double lightsabers Mm -hmm. which later we we remembered his name is darth maul for those that are trying to say hey why didn't you call him by his first name promise you i do know his name don't worry but he, then we found out and we figured out he was just the original Sith. Just the original Sith. He was not like the Sith throughout the rest of the series. Now, we did have a Sith training in like episode two, I believe, which was Captain or. Count Dooku came Count in in episode Dooku. two. I'm pretty sure episode two is the first time I've seen Count Dooku. Yes. That's the first one I've actually seen, but he's also in episode three. Yeah. And it's killed by Anakin Skywalker. Yes. I didn't think Count Dooku was his name. It was the Captain something. 
or another. Hang on. I know there's a Dooku, but I'm not sure that's the one you're thinking of. Uh-uh. But Dooku is in episode two and episode three. Yeah, he's a different guy, though, I thought. Are you thinking of Palpatine, the one that turns into the Sith? Yes. Sith? Yeah. Well, Chancellor Palpatine was actually in episode one, too. He was in one, two, and three. Hmm. But he turned into the Sith in episode three. Yeah. Because the original Sith was Darth Maul. Mm-hmm. And then Count Palpatine ended up becoming yeah. the Sith. He was like a Sith in training in episode one and two, and then three, he yeah, was he the overall, into the Sith, overall Lord. Sith Lord. That, that turned and, Anakin um, into Darth Vader. Yes, and, and then yeah. Anakin ended up becoming, because technically since the Sith created Darth Vader mm-hmm. and turned Anakin into an evil guy, then comes back and bites him in the butt later on in episode six, and Anakin ends up being the one that ends up overall killing the, the Sith Lord, which is super awesome, by the way, just saying. It's like, I am your father, and all of yeah. a sudden, <laughs> kills him. You know, it's great. Anakin turns back good. It's fun. Fun times, you know. <laughs> Star Wars is a little bit confusing. I understand how it's confusing. <laughs> but I just remember that uh, the red guy always, Darth Maul, I used to always just call him the red guy because he's literally the red guy. He is, yeah. Um, I always think of him. I don't usually call him Darth Maul. I always just originally called him the Sith, just because, I don't know, to me, he was always known as the Sith, even though I did know his actual name. But there, it turns out that there's, like, a chain of Siths. I believe that there's now a third Sith with all of the new episodes mm-hmm. that have, can, have come out, you know? Yeah. And I believe it's Darth Dane or something. I don't remember. Hang on. But there is a new one. I I literally looked this up. I was like, what? So, hang on. Oh, no, that's a YouTube thingy. I don't want that. Okay. Hold up. Wait a minute. Oh, there's Jabba the Hutt. (laughs) He's one of my favorites. I like Jabba. Jar Jar! You know, another thing that, like, always... Yeah, Darth Bane. So, we got we got quite a bit to deal with the Sith. So, okay, so it was Darth Bane who saw that the Sith traditions of old were ultimately a dead end. All too often, uh, squabbing Sith squabbling Sith in their bid for power, unpended, carefully laid plans. So I believe he is the new Sith. Or, okay, hang on. Or they're coming out with something to make him the new Sith. I don't know. You know what? One of the most underappreciated characters of all time in Star Wars, Bubba Fett. I'm uh, you telling said that, you. And I, I, the name, yeah, you're right. Yep. Like, he's like, he was a bad booty Judy bounty hunter. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. Like, he was awesome. You know? And I feel like so many people do not appreciate him. You know? At least, like, as an evil character. You know? Because he, he was evil. Mm-hmm. You know? But... I mean, I feel like I feel like he doesn't get enough credit, doesn't get enough love. All you think about is Darth Vader and like the Sith and Darth Maul and all these other people, you know. And then and now Kylo Ren, who ended up turning good, just like Anakin. I don't know. It's cray cray right now. I don't even know what's going on anymore. 
But anyways, like I feel like so many people sleep on Bubba Fett. Yeah. I, I would not want to cross hands with Bubba Fett. I'm just saying. Well, yeah, they kind of do because you don't... If you talk about everyone's favorite character to Star Wars, I guarantee that never comes up. Oh, no. You talk about Luke, obviously. Then you talk yeah. about Obi-Wan and Yoda. And, and if you want to be on the dark side, you talk about Darth Vader and, and all that. And then you have Han Solo, but you never... And Chewbacca and... Uh, R2-D2 yep. you'll never hear Boba Fett no ever you never hear Boba Fett and it's yeah. crazy because I'm like he was actually a bad booty Judy like thing you know like he was I wouldn't necessarily say he was a person I don't know exactly what Boba Fett was cause they never really actually truly said they just called him a bounty hunter you know so I don't know but he was bad booty Judy bounty yeah. hunter I yeah. won't say that much However, my all-time favorite character, it's a tie between two characters, Chewbacca and R2-D2. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, you cannot hate on Chewbacca like or R2-D2. R2-D2. Yeah. You can't. My dad's favorite character is R2-D2 in Star Wars. Oh, he's, yeah. ama- he's so cute. He's amazing. I'm yeah. like, I'm kind of upset that they didn't really do much, especially in the newer ones. Like, they created a whole entire new droid, you know? Which, I I mean, I like BB-8, don't get me wrong, but I'm like, why not bring back in R2-D2? I know that they ended up, Mm -hmm. and then CP-3O, sadly, that met to an end as well, because, yeah, CP-3O. Yeah, yeah. R.I.P., man. R.I.P. But it's okay. I can see you're about to tear up, but it's, it's, it, yeah. it's so sad. But if you remember, the R2-D2 uh, was like, he was always, he was a good guy. He was with the Jedi. Yeah. But he also, if you remember in episode three, he just did what he had to do. Yeah. Because when Anakin was going in to, to take out the younger Jedi, remember R2-D2 is with him. Anakin yeah. after Anakin went to the dark side. Yeah. Because you remember Anakin going in there and he told R2-D2 to stay off the ship. Yeah. Well, he was originally Anakin's droid. Yeah. I believe he was originally Anakin's droid. But he was with him even after Anakin was on the dark side. Which I think that he was just like kind of more of staying with his owner. Yeah. And then, I mean, and then you see in episode four. Anakin kept him around. Well, and then you see, then you go into episode four, uh, New Hope, and all of a sudden you see that he's working with the rebels, and he's on the rebellious side, and yeah. he gets the message to Obi Wan from Princess Leia, all yeah. nine yards. Him and CP three O, they yeah. <laughs> they get taken by the Jaw- Jawas. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Those are cute little things. Yep. You wouldn't think yep. it, but they're they're cute. They're yep. kind of weird, but I mean, you don't really see their face, but it's cool. And then my I don't know, but... Yeah, Obi-Wan was their only hope. Help yes. me, Obi-Wan. Your only hope. <laughs> and Obi-Wan, of course, goes the there. Yeah. He goes there, and um, that's when everything kind of starts getting back going again. Yep. And then, let me think. Who are the other... The fuzzy, like the teddy bear-looking guys from Star Wars. Who? What was their names? They're basically like Wookiees, but they're not Wookiees. I thought they were called Wookiees at moment. I thought so, too, but I couldn't remember. However, I do know that the Jawas, they, they don't get enough love either. They're cool. Um, hang on. Teddy bear creatures in Star Wars. Ewoks! That's it. They're Ewoks. Okay. Those okay. I knew it sounded so right. Yeah. That's in, like, episode 
four? No, not four. Five or six, I think. I think. Or, no. Hang on. Yeah, Return of the Jedi. It's in six. Okay, that's what I thought. I know that they become... I believe that they're in previous ones, but I don't remember exactly. However, they're pretty awesome, too. Just mm -hmm. saying. Okay, so if you can't tell, yeah. I love Star Wars. I might not know every single little detail about it, but I do like Star Wars. I think it's awesome. Jabba the Hutt, also one of my favorite characters that a lot of people sleep on. Yeah. Just saying. I mean, yeah. come on. It's yeah. Jabba the Hutt. Like, <laughs> he's awesome. Yeah. He's yeah. just this fat, wormy-looking gangster dude. He's like, a, he's like the mafia of Star mm -hmm. Wars. He's the yep. mobster mm -hmm. of Star Wars. It's kind of funny. Oh, it's funny. And I actually had the episodes four, five, and six. I actually had the box set uh, yeah. of DVDs at home. And, yeah, it, it's fun. But I've not really seen the newer ones, and I need to. I just have the. I'd like to see them. I need to start from the beginning, though, and kind of watch them in order. That way I don't get messed up like I did before with yeah. the original Star Wars, where I'm trying yeah. to make up ground, trying to figure out what's going well, on. Well, what's good about episode seven if you want to call it force awakens mm -hmm. is because it's basically like starting over and the whole new trend with star wars yeah you don't really have a lot of confusion it's basically almost like a new beginning on an older tale in a way it's not necessarily like you're kind of confused and lost, like, oh, what are they fighting now? What's going on now? You know? No. It's kind of like, because they're introducing new main characters. They're introducing yeah. all these different things, all these different tactics. A, a whole entire new evil character, you know? Yeah. Like, um, but however, we did still have Han Solo in there and Chewbacca, obviously. I mean, you, you can't get rid of Chewbacca. You can't. He's nope. awesome. No, you can't. And then they have Princess Leia still in there, obviously, because mm -hmm. she's still the the leader of the rebellion. Sadly, now she is not. Yeah. Rest in peace, Carrie Fisher. Yeah, that that was sad but, too. Cause uh, that kind of come out of nowhere a little bit. It did come out of nowhere, but at the same that. time, like I mean, I heard that she had like a lot of like drug abuse issues yeah. and stuff yeah. like that. And then what really broke my heart was sadly after. Carrie Fisher's death. Her mom passed away yeah. from heartbreak, basically. Because, mm -hmm. or like, that's what a lot of people are saying that it's from heartbreak, and it's just because, I mean, her and Carrie Fisher were extremely, obviously, extremely close, and everything. I believe they still live together, whole nine yards. But um, so that made me a little bit sadder than. Carrie Fisher's passing. Mm -hmm. I mean, don't get me wrong. It still made me extremely sad. Yeah, but, but then you have another uh, one on top of it. Just basically based yeah. off of that makes it extremely sad. Yeah, know? and it's just kind of like a chain of... It's an unfortunate chain of events. You know? And I think that yeah. finally yeah. everything had either caught up to Carrie Fisher or she was continuing to do that kind of stuff. I don't remember exactly everything and exactly how she passed, but I know that it had a lot to do with her um, drug history in the... And all that fun jazz, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. That a lot of stars get into now, yeah. But, uh, but yeah. So that's about all the Star Wars talk. I think that was I can fun, make. though. I I enjoy that, though. I'm glad we talked about it earlier today. That was fun. Super excited about Galaxy's Edge. Yeah. Woo! Yeah. Excited to go. Yeah. I want to go. I want to try some blue milk. 
Yep. If you go, you got to tell us all about it. Oh, all I right. will. Don't worry. Y'all will hear all about my Florida adventure. Yep. That will be that random. That will be that random topic for that yep. week. Yep. Don't worry. Y'all will hear. Yep. And you're going over spring break. You're only going to miss one game. Yes. Basically. So you, di- you didn't go earlier, which we talked about would have been, been a disaster. That could have been bad. Nah, I mean, it, it wasn't a bad. I, 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 I got confused. I, I, I said you might have a pink slip. Wait, no, I actually meant to say like like a pink sip or something. A like pink cherry sip. Li- like a cherry lime. I didn't uh, really mean a, uh-huh. a pink slip. Not not yeah. that. That would never happen. No. It's strawberry milk. Don't worry. No, that would never happen. No, no that wouldn't happen with you. No. I mean, you know, if, if he did something like that, it, it wouldn't have been that. Maybe a two-week suspension or something. Maybe. But not. <laughs> Just maybe. Does it come out wrong, pinks? I didn't mean to slap it. Sip. So yeah. No. Oh man. Oh well. But yeah, we're we're all good. So, what we got for devotion? So I actually wanted to hear your devotion that you told me about earlier this week. So okay. Wednesday. Because uh, I had one, but I I was actually really intrigued with yours. Because I still okay. don't know it yet, and you told me that I needed to listen to it, so let's listen to it. <laughs> okay, okay. Well, let me pull it up here. Yeah, yeah there good. was one that we're that we wasn't about. It, it's kind of a, I think it's a it's it goes over several days. Um, so that's something I was wanting to actually do um, with you. So it, it's good to do it. Let me see, um, but it is a several day one that we can. We can, we can definitely talk about. We can do this over seven podcasts. <laughs> well, we could. I don't want to. I kind of like uh, what what you share too, though. So, I know. Pamela Crim's awesome. She's got some great devotions. I love to listen to her. Yep, yep. So I have several, and I actually. Um, I actually saved some of them for you, and it was back in the fall, at where we were going to do, and because um, you know we're we're open with our stuff, and and this one here is just it's called, and there's several of them that we we can do. Uh, this one here goes over four days, um, and it's just called beating anxiety at its own game, and um, the verses that associate with it is Galatians five one, and First Peter five seven through eleven, and then Hebrews four seven. So. Galatians 5 7, Galatians 5 1 says, For freedom Christ has set us free. Stand firm, therefore, and do not submit again to a yoke of slavery. So, Galatians 5 1 is saying, basically, when we when we have, and I've dealt with anxiety, I think we all have. I don't think it's anything that's exclusive to any of us. I think mm-hmm. it's something that we all, we all kind of go through. I think a lot of people listening probably have the same thing. Um, but we're we're basically slaves to our mind when we when we are anxious because um, when we are when when we have anxiety when we have when we're nervous when we have when we're unsure when we're insecure that's basically antithesis to what the Lord wants us to be mm-hmm. because the Lord wants us to rest in Him and being anxious is just kind of the opposite of that. First uh, Peter five seven I know you love this verse because <laughs> you've told me but it's casting all your anxieties on Him because. He cares for you. Be sober-minded. Be watchful. Your adversary, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion, seeking mm-hmm. someone to devour. Resist him, firm in your faith, knowing that the same kinds of suffering are being experienced by your brotherhood 
throughout the world. So see, everybody deals with this. So yes. We all deal with it. Um, Hebrews 4, 7, again, another um, verse. So, again, he appoints a certain day today, saying, Through David so long afterward, and the words already quoted, Today, if you hear his voice, do not harden your heart. So, so yeah, very good on that. So the devotional basically call, is saying, call it out. And it asks, um, are you someone who gets worried easily? Well, yeah. I know you do, and I have before. And I think a lot <laughs> of us do. I think we could about answering that yeah. to that. Um, do you have panic attacks that immobilize you at the most inopportune of times? So, yeah. Probably before. I think we, we probably have before. And if it really, if it happens, it's it's all inopportune times. Yes. Um, it really is. It's, it's all inopportune times. But um, I don't think there is, is a good time to do it. Do you get stressed and lose your peace alarmingly often? Right? Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah it happens. I think this, is, this, this, this hits home yeah. for a lot of us. And it says it's okay to admit that you suffer from anxiety. Half of the problem is a stigma associated with the issue and the fact we must hide what we're going through. No. And we mean you talk that doesn't happen. But we you, we don't hide anything. Yeah. Um, we experience freedom when we're open with God, ourselves, and trusted friends that we're battling this invisible but very real enemy. Anything that holds us captive loses its power and we call it out of the darkness and into the light. Mm -hmm. What we talked about too, getting it out in the open helps. Mm -hmm. Because sometimes we hide things, no matter what it is, we hide things, and we feel like we're the only one dealing with it, and we feel like we're the only one that it's unique to, and so we feel like we have something wrong with us. Mm -hmm. And you know, when you panic, you have it's you think negative thoughts, and sometimes you think the worst is going to happen, and and that that's not that's not the case. In the light, we can see clearly what we're dealing with and certify it, even if it warrants the intention we are paying it. So. It's kind of like in darkness. When we're hiding stuff, the darkness, uh, none of us likes being in the dark. No. That's why sometimes we're most fearful at night. Uh, it's because things aren't visible. We, we see things that aren't there. I think we've all went to our house at night when no one's around. We turn, we go into the house, and we're almost, at least when I, I, I you know, I'm still this way a little bit, but sure when I was a kid, but I'm still this way a little bit. You're almost afraid to turn on the light because you're afraid what's going to be right there in front of you. Mm -hmm. Because in the dark, we're imagining things being there that's not really there. It's kind of like with anxiety, if you keep it to yourself, you're in the dark with it, so you're seeing things that aren't really there. And when you put it out in the light, and when you confide in people and you kind of call it out, you know um, it's it's more visible and you can deal with it a little bit better because nothing's hidden, nothing's uh, um, nothing's being kept away. Our anxieties can be based on very real and troubling happenings in our life or can be based on imagined or irrational fears. Yeah. Irrational fears is when you have a little bit of a headache and you think you got an aneurysm. Mm -hmm. I've totally done that before. <laughs> it's when you have a sore throat or a sniffle and you're Googling things trying to figure out the symptoms. Okay, what could this be? This is COVID. Well, could this be? Yeah. Nowadays, it could, it's, it's this COVID. Is this throat cancer. Yeah. You know, it's all anxiety. We can look at what's triggering it. I think that's the first thing we got to do is look at what's triggering it. And then we lay it out before God and we cast it on the Him. That's the verse because He cares for cast their anxieties on Him. 
Admitting and re admitting it and addressing it reduces the shame and guilt that are frequent companions to it. So that's step one, admitting it. Um, bringing God in the jumbled emotions we're dealing with and through his word and through continued conversation with him, you begin to experience more clarity to your situation. You may not get the answer you want right away, but his quiet presence and gentle strength will envelop you and bring peace. And as your relationship with God begins, you're going to find that relinquishing the need for control is necessary in order to let God be God and you be you. And I think that's some of the roots of anxiety, some of it, of it, is we're dealing with our own mind and we're not turning things over to God. We're afraid of things that's not real. Mm -hmm. and, and it's a real issue that people have. And we're not, I think that's the first step to getting rid of it is turning it over to God and, and turning the light on and seeing what really are instead of what we're imagining them to be. Mm -hmm. Just like going in our house, we're imagining something bad's there. But you turn on the light, all that's there is your TV and your desk and your chair and couch or whatever. Yeah. But it's irrational. It's in our mind we think something else is there. And we've convinced ourselves of that. When we turn on the light, we let God, we're seeing that we're, it's like seeing everything for what it is. And our anxiety immediately leaves Mm -hmm. Because we can see nothing's there, but we have to see it. So we have to we have to tell ourselves we have to see things for what they are and not be in the dark. See that God is in control, and then you're not going to be anxious for something that you know is is there when you when you see it. Thing over God is not a once in a lifetime thing, but it's a regular discipline. It has to happen every day. It's not something you can do one time and then say, "Oh yeah, I'm going to pray about it one time," and then we're done. Okay, we're good. No, it's got to it's got to be something that happens every single day. Mm -hmm. um, it's it's something that everyone it's something a lot of people go than that and, um, we just have to get in the habit of doing and he wants to draw closer to him wants us to be closer to him so that we can rest in his embrace and trust with every concern of your heart and he desires for you to find freedom from the anxiety that keeps you entrapped and live a life of unbound joy peace and rest fully invested in your healing and deliverance so, it, so don't shut him out and um, and today, it's asking, will you today and every day face your anxiety head on? You know you have it. Will you face it head on, boldly with the courage that Christ gives you, and then humbly hand it over to him to handle? And, um, you know, there's a prayer to fight, and, and it'll be going every day. And um, it's something that we just have to continue to give to him. And it's something that only he can deliver us from mm -hmm. because... It's something that it's like I say. It's the opposite of peace. You have peace going on. We're at peace when we feel like um, you know nothing's out there, but our anxiety comes in, and it's the opposite. It's it gives us it's the antithesis of peace. So God wants to give us peace. The devil wants to give us anxiety, and it's something that we can we can defeat by and being open with it and calling it out and saying this isn't going to happen God is in control of my life God is in control now and um, he, he'll give us the freedom to deal with it because it's just it doesn't come from God but God's one that can, can set us free from it so this one I like that one that was good I liked it I yep. feel like it's something that a lot of people can relate to oh no doubt sometimes me included Especially during these times right now. Yep, yep, yep. Mm. A lot of uncertainty, a lot of... Uh, um, we don't like to be uncertain. 
we don't mm-hmm. like to we like to know what, that what's going on I'm, I'm kind of a creature have I like to know what's in front of me and, um, what's what's out there what's coming up and sometimes we just got to relax and, and trust God and just take a deep breath and say okay this is this is something God's gonna have to handle mm-hmm. I remember one college and this kind of relates to it and this is very minor compared to what you know happens but I remember I was so stressed about we had exams I had quizzes tests I had to study for I didn't think I was gonna get it all done and the verse come to my mind and the song come to my mind too um, where it basically says uh, the battle's not mine but it's God's mm-hmm. and, and it's a song about David and I thought okay I'm going to give this to God well God, it's super, I feel like supernaturally God rescheduled a couple tests at my, mm-hmm. and it just felt like a load was off my mind and sometimes God will do that. God will not equip us to any battle we can't handle mm-hmm. with Him. Yes. So we're not going. He's not going to put on us more than we can handle with Him. But that's the key. We have to be with Him. Yes. Because it still may be a lot to handle, but it's going to be with Him. And we had, you know, and, and David went to fight Goliath. He had all the human. He should have had all the human there is. Yeah. I mean, from a human standpoint, he should not have defeated Goliath. Yeah. He's talking about anxiety. That's uh, he should not have defeated Goliath. Uh, as they say in sports, on paper, on paper, David should not have beaten Goliath. That was a stunning upset, but David did it through through God's help. God, David gave God everything that he had. He went and chose five stones with a slingshot. A stone shouldn't have killed Goliath. It shouldn't have. But David gave that stone to God, and God allowed it to do what it needed to do. Mm-hmm. God, we don't. We need to give God our stone and slingshot and say, "Okay, I'm going to let it, and you're going to direct it where it needs to go, and you're going to bless it. it. This is what I have, and that's all God wants. And then He will, He will do the rest. He will, He will multiply it. Mm-hmm. So that's we got it. We got to give it. We got to give it to God. We got to, we got to give it to God and let Him, let Him do the rest. Let Him. God just wants our best, and He'll use it for what He wants to do. Yes. So, all right. Well, that's our devotion for today. Uh, a good one. I um, I can share it anytime you want me to. Uh, Morgan Morgan normally does our devotion. Does really really good with it. And um, and this is good. I do I do always miss your devotion when you don't do it. So, Sorry. Um, but I like this. This is a good idea. We've been talking about it. Um, it's something I want to do with you. So, yeah. uh, um, I want to do the rest. Now, there's we got three or four that I've saved. Uh, okay. Um, kind of how I want me and you to do them. So this this is good. Uh, together i like our bible studies um, yeah i do i like it so um really fun episode today alan was a lot of fun uh, a lot of stuff going on a lot of stuff on the docket on our radar coming up so this semester is just getting started it is yeah it's gonna be fun enjoyable and um let's hope it's enjoyable <laughs> pretty much yeah but hey you're gonna do it with me. We got this together. We got this. Uh, uh, it's gonna be fun. So we're gonna have fun. Uh, we're gonna tackle it together, head on, whatever comes. Uh, Heck yeah, we are. Whatever comes, we're gonna handle it. So, mm-hmm. uh, all right. So again, don't forget tomorrow, men's, women's basketball regular season finale is at Sterling, one and three p.m. KCAC indoor track and field championship is going on as we speak. And then on Mon- on Monday we have women's soccer home against Bethany at Striker Complex. Tuesday we got baseball home doubleheader at one o'clock. And more stuff the rest of the week, so keep tabs on everything, and we'll um, we'll be bringing it all to you. All right, Morgan, I know it's your turn to pray this week. It is. 
So I'm going to let you pray us out and then tell everybody to have a really good weekend and we'll talk to them again soon. So yeah. go ahead. Dear Heavenly Father, I ask that you continue to bless each and every single one of us in our day-to-day lives. And if anybody is struggling mentally or physically, please help put your hands on them and just heal them and bring them comfort. And just know that you're there with in that moment in time and forevermore. Also, I ask God that you help keep all of our athletes here at Friends and even the athletes that we are going to be playing against. Please help keep them all healthy and safe and just hopefully injury free. I really hope and pray that we have no more injuries for any team. And just please be with track right now as they're competing at this moment and then into tomorrow and just continue to be with basketball as well as they're finishing up. And then for the rest of this week, please be with all of us as we are going through this time. And just help us get through all of our challenges in our day-to-day lives, Lord, because we put it all to you and we put it all to you whenever we need to. And just thank you for everything that you've done for us. And I ask that you just continue to bless each and every single one of us. Amen. Amen. All right. Thank you, Morgan. Thank you for tuning in to this week. We will talk to you again next week with a brand new episode. So have a great weekend, and we will talk to you.